0: Is it working? Is it working? Is it working? Uh, I see the blue circle. Ah, Jaron came in so quick. I, I, I don't even have a chance to, to do my little, my little intro. Let me invite a few people here. Uh, Jaron, you, you will be a part of this because at some point we will discuss our trip to Mount Everest. You and I went to Mount Everest, I, I believe it was for our honeymoon. Uh, Jaron, I'm I'm going to go, I'm going to go right out and, and make you a, a speaker because uh, I'm going to invite you to speak. You do not need to speak. Uh, Jana, you didn't want to do your intro. What?
1: I thought you were going to do your intro. You said
0: I will. I will do my intro. My intro is basically just uh, some words that I will connect together in the attempt to uh, create comedy. Isn't that everything you say? Uh, no, not not everything is a, about comedy. Uh, but just a few words strung together. I, I will string some words together, uh, and, and then we will talk about it. It's nice to see Chase and Michael of oh, Ben, his... Swung in here at some point, I'd like to talk to Ben and and see if he has uh, picked up his pace a little, but still maintaining his sweetness. Uh, Greg is here and Andrew. Let, let me just dive into uh, a Mount Everest thought. Is that OK, Jaron? You could call it a joke, but I, I want to see if I remember the flow. Is, is that OK for a moment?
1: Go right ahead. I'm busy anyway.
0: Okay, great. But, but it's nice to see that you're here. Okay, so uh, I will begin again. My, uh, it's Kirk Fox. Welcome to another episode of Little Piles of Crazy. I want to talk about Mount Everest for just a moment. I, I just came back from Mount Everest. I, I did not climb. Mount Everest, I got some photographs in front of it, uh, a few on it, but low, pretty low up there. And a lot of my friends, uh, they're like, I heard you, uh, I saw those photos, Mount Everest. Did you climb it? Uh, no, I didn't climb it, but you know, got some photos in, in front of it. And they're like, oh, that sucks. And then they walk away like, like I'm a loser, like, like I suck for going all the way to Mount Everest and, and not climbing it. And, and then I said, uh, I see, I saw those pictures from the, the world series. Yeah, you went to the world series and they're like, yeah. I'm like, did you pitch? Did, did you get out there and pitch? They're like, no. I'm like, well, did you at least, did you at least take a batting practice? Did, were you, uh, did you get in there and swing the bat? No. And I'm like, ah, oh, that sucks. And then I, I, I just walk away. It's the same take. You went all the way to the world series and you didn't play. Now, I, I went to climb Mount Everest, I, I did, I trained, I got permits, I flew all the way there. And then I realized there's almost 300 dead bodies on Mount Everest. Uh, so now I no longer go anywhere where it's so dangerous they can't remove the bodies. If I went to the frozen food section at Barnes and there was a, a dead old lady just reaching for the fish sticks, I'd skip it. I'd go to produce where the weather's better. But I went to I, I went to climb. Uh, I, I'd go to produce where the weather's better and get a papaya, just just something fun. But I went to climb it. Uh, I started climbing Mount Everest and I, I saw a dead guy, pretty low. I was like Sherpa, yeah, dead guy. Uh, what happened? Explain it. And my Sherpa was like he wasn't prepared. And then I'm like, well, I'm not prepared either. And I mean, we're wearing the exact same outfit. So clearly I, I'm not prepared. And my ears popped. I'm going back to base camp. And then he was like, we're not even at base camp. I'm like, well, then I'm going you know, back to the hotel. Uh, once my ears pop, I, I've seen enough. Like if I, was, if I was in the ocean and I was uh, looking for uh coral or and my ears popped. i'd go to the surface and i would google coral okay those are some words about mount everest uh i did a comedy central presents and it was going to be actually from mount everest we had talked about it we had discussed it and then we realized how much it would cost to film uh, a Comedy Central presents at the top of Mount Everest. And so I did not do it. I even reached out to Ed Weistris, who is uh, a friend who has summited 14 of the, the tallest peaks in the world. and I, I think he's done Everest maybe five or six times with no supplemental oxygen. And Ed was ready to, to lead me. He was going to lead me to the top of Mount Everest and but it would cost $250,000 just for ed Weistris to lead me even if we didn't summit it would be 250 grand just to uh to start the procedure what i'd like to talk about and he wanted he i have, i've always felt i could climb mount everest i've noticed that blind people have done it uh, old people older than Myself, I, I believe someone with one leg has summited Mount Everest. So that led me to believe that that I could do it. I still think I can. But Jaron, I'm sure, does not believe I can. We went to Mount Everest, Jaron and I. Uh, Jaron, I want to ask you if you think I could summit. And I also want to talk to others. Has anyone listening climbed Mount Everest? Do they have any interest? These are some questions. Jared? You
1: can only summit if you took a helicopter.
0: So you don't think I could summit Mount Everest?
1: If you took a helicopter to the summit.
0: But you don't think I could start at base camp, uh, get acclimated?
1: Your ears couldn't handle the cold for that long. You personally couldn't handle the cold or altitude for that long. It, it it you could barely handle a train for two days
0: at the altitude it was going uh Jaren, i think i can handle it and we're going to talk about it i want to talk to chase also and does every does does anybody have a mount everest story it doesn't i mean i be- will say
1: in your defense to possibly have a chance look we got to our honeymoon trip and it was a really small group i think there were five of us or something and the other three guys, it was me and Kirk, and then I think three other guys, two younger, one Kirk's age-ish, and all of them were talking about all this training they did. They had been running miles a day, and Kirk and I looked at each other and were like, oh, were we supposed to train for this? Shit. Because we did yeah, and we nothing did need to, except didn't we? for Pilates and walking the dogs, if you want to count that. But we, right, were, t- we were not prepared for this, and we handled it better than anyone. Exactly,
0: Jaron. That's why I think I can climb it. Let me. I am Setting
1: your defense. <laughs>
0: thank you. Let me see what Chase has to say, Jaron. Hi, Chase, Kirk, Fox, and Jaron Boxan. We have. Uh, we've been to Base Camp, Mount Everest, almost. Well, that's pretty darn impressive. No, we were
1: to Base Camp. We were to Base Camp. It just we didn't realize Base Camp would be so low down the mountain.
2: Yeah. go ahead chase i i just i i thought you had brought this up before i heard that you've actually been there um there's a netflix series that or documentary that was just released it's called 14 peaks are you guys familiar with this
0: uh no but is no. it advice it's
2: this guy it's this ne- nepalese guy who he basically climbed the 14 peaks that are above eight thousand meters in the world and there's like Uh, yeah, these four and he did it in seven months, but it's, it basically is all about climbing and it's, and he obviously climbs Mount Everest, but I was shocked by just how gnarly it is like without oxygen up there. It's, it's pretty insane. They, they said that the, because Everest, there's so many people climbing it right now. There's like a line, almost like Disneyland to get to the top. And he said, but people literally are dying, waiting in line to, to, they reach the peak because it's just so crowded up there right now
0: but chase that that's the point i'm i'm making is that it's easy you just have to time the weather a lot of
1: well no he's saying the oxygen and stuff is oh. not easy. like just staying at our little bay we stayed overnight and i guess it's like the last bed and breakfast type place you could stay that's based at the base of mount everest Before you hit base camp. Was it like a Yeah, kind of. I mean, there's no running water, none of that. But there was a little restaurant. I, like, went out Mm -hmm. and fed... I bought all of the meat from the... I bought out the meat from the restaurant and fed it to all the homeless dogs and stuff. You're in the middle of nowhere. And Kirk...
2: Was it alpaca meat or something? Yeah,
1: no, no, it was real meat. Like whatever the leftovers of what he cooked for us was. I was like, let me just buy the rest.
0: I the think was, it was it, it. was in an out burger, I think. Uh,
1: you can think it. But uh, the point was, in our little rooms, they actually gave us little oxygen tanks. And I ended up having it. I started freaking out in the middle of the night briefly. But I didn't use it. I just went outside. Like once I looked up at the stars, I was fine. But you get a moment of that shortness of breath that can scare everyone else was using their oxygen, though, except for Kirk and me.
0: Yes, I I am one of the best climbers in the world. You didn't really climb,
1: but you're one of the best (laughs) standing still at a high altitude in the world.
0: And that's important. If I'm in line at the top of Everest, it's good that I can can just chill. I can just chill. Yeah,
1: Yeah. you just once you had to move the line along, a lot of people behind you would die
0: hey chase, <laughs> kirk, your- chase kirk fox uh, chase we're both handsome men but this isn't about that uh, do you think i'm a superhero <laughs> even though i haven't done formula one but what
1: did the handsome men have to come into this as a segue what what was the purpose of that you,
2: my question to kirk is they They talk about handsome men not being very successful in comedy how do you make it through that ab- like all that like adversity. Do you find
1: by not being as handsome as he thinks he is?
2: No, no by not because <laughs> I'm in agreement with
0: with him on his <laughs> on, on how handsome he is. So um from But that- I'm not as I I would think that if I wasn't so handsome, I would be more successful.
2: OK, that's yeah. So you, you've you've had to fight through a lot of adversity in your career. I mean, that's he's disparaging
1: when he gets up there. He, his jokes firmly start out with something like it's, it's hard being this tall and this handsome.
0: <laughs> well, I, I don't talk about that enough, but I have been pointing out to the audience how lucky they are to have been able to watch me. And I wish I could be out there looking at me with them. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, well, yeah,
1: One day is the future. How,
0: is that, what's your best, is that your best
2: handsome material? Or do
0: you- Oh, I, Chase, this isn't a place for me to discuss how beautiful I am. First of all, uh, <laughs> there are some people in the world that are less fortunate looks wise. So this isn't about bringing anybody down. But what I'd like to get to quickly, Chase, uh, Formula One, do you think I could also raise Formula One because I have quick fingers? Isn't all the gear shifting with the hands?
1: No, that part you can't. You no. can't fit in the car.
2: Yeah, you're too tall. It's like being a jockey. Yeah, you have everyone to be knows short.
0: that, Kirk. Oh, Jaron, do not team up with Chase because of his beauty. <laughs> it wasn't because of his
1: beauty. It was maybe just because of your lack of knowledge.
0: Well, I, Kirk, I, I appreciate
2: how tall you are, tall and handsome. Handsome is part of the equation in Formula One. These guys are. If you look at the drivers. They're Not all true. very good looking because there is a huge financial component. Basically, these teams they employ these guys all for their driving, but because like if you are better looking, you can secure better endorsements for the car and for the team.
0: I agree. I I, I love the be- I love that about Formula One. Uh, Chase Kirk, Kirk Fox. Quick question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are they?
1: Why isn't horse racing like that? Shouldn't jockeys have the same good looks to get better endorsements?
0: No, no but I'll answer that maybe with this question, Jaren. Uh Chase, Kirk Fox and Jaron Boxan. Uh, Jaron, of course, the most beautiful obstacle that I could have ever uh, <laughs> uh, jumped into. But I would say, and maybe you can disagree or agree. So most of these Formula One drivers, they are handsome because – they kind of came into the game rich because their parents are rich and the richer, the parents, the Jared, I'm, I let me finish this rich. beautiful thought and <laughs> then maybe, but a lot of them did come out rich. And don't you think that the richer, the man, the more beautiful, the woman. So the child is usually more beautiful.
2: Yeah. I, I, there's definitely something to be said there. I think you're, you're onto something, I, but then it get. I think it runs up to a point, you know, and then I, I think you, you start getting people like two good looking of people marrying each other that maybe look similar. And then you turn out with a very strange looking person, you know,
0: you turn out with a jockey. Correct.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, then the good looking people couldn't look similar. They'd have to be good looking and look very different.
2: Yeah. I think you get a good mix when you, when you have, yeah, maybe someone that's, maybe not, you know, from that world, you, you have to have the variety. If you just kind of like you get the inbredness, it, it doesn't look good.
1: Yeah. That's why I got Kirk to balance it out. So that's why Addison's so beautiful.
0: That, that's true also. But, yeah. but on the flip side, I am the product of not wealthy parents, but just beauty. So I am also beautiful. So I could be a formula one driver and people would think I came from money.
2: I, I agree. You'd have you, the one thing is you'd have to clean up some of the facial hair. I apologize, but there's I mean, not
1: technically like- the best, the, like the, the biggest correlation I think to money and good looks is the fact that if you have better prenatal care, you end up with less problems in the womb, which means more symmetry to the faces and the body, which makes you naturally better looking. Good point. Uh,
0: hey, Chase, point. Chase, Kirk Fox. Uh, another question. And, and I'll let you go, but you know, I just love looking no, at your you... emoji, but Hey, Chase Kirk Fox again. <clears throat> so there's not a lot of facial hair on formula one drivers. Now, is that because it's a fire hazard or because they're wearing that scarf that they want to be uh flush with the face thoughts or it's less
1: aerodynamic?
2: Thoughts. I think it's, I think it's helmet irritation to be honest with you. Uh-huh. I, I think you've got like, <laughs> this helmet that wraps around your chin that you have to move your neck around all the time. I, I think it would
1: but be, you could have a mustache. You
2: could, you could, you could have a sweet mustache, but you just don't see a lot, which is, which is weird. But
1: so more reason that Kirk belongs in NASCAR. You're saying,
2: yeah, Kirk, you're, but I, you may be struggling. What, like
1: what if we just removed his fibias or something and then put him in the car?
2: Perfect. Just relies on his hands, hand eye. Yeah. That's, hey, Chase. Hey, Chase. Yeah. Kirk
0: Fox. So, what you're saying is that was one of the greatest uh, questions about Formula One that you've ever heard, and you're someone that's in the Formula One business. I mean, you have a call in show that just talks about uh, Formula One in Saudi Arabia recently.
2: A hundred. Yeah. I. I mean, I don't want to like make it seem like I'm some expert. I, I'm very upfront that I'm I'm somewhat of a novice in the sport. My co host is very knowledgeable, but that's the best question I've heard. So um I I appreciate you. You, you will have to get you on the show. That's it's a really tight rate like championship race. They've got one more left this weekend and it's for all the marbles. The two top guys are are totally even in the money or
0: in the points. Hey Chase, maybe I'd like to watch that. And then I'd love to come on your show and tell you what I thought about the race. Oh, amazing. All
2: right. We'll set that up. That would be perfect. Oh, we'll have you on. That would be. Chase,
0: this is the best part of calling. Hey, Jaron, would I be allowed to watch television for an hour or two? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Be allowed? Yes. With with
1: regards to television. uh, You always claim that you're forced to watch television. I know, but I'm
0: never allowed to watch what I want on my own. Do you know how to work the TV? No, I don't, but I would need you to help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Is
2: Addison into cars? This could be a good father-daughter. She loves daughter. cars. Perfect. There oh, no, you go. She,
1: we're in trouble. She saw, like, a Lamborghini because she has a little toy one. And she saw one on the street, and she's like, my car, my car. I was like, oh. You better, you better make a lot of money. Ahead. You
2: got expensive taste. I know. Uh, no, we're know. in trouble.
1: She's got really expensive taste. Hey, She's always obsessed. With, like at, last night for dinner, she has to have tuna sashimi, eight pieces of the tuna sashimi. She won't take a half order. A full one from Yumi Sushi, like $24 for one sashimi inhaled by this kid, like in one minute time. This kid has the most expensive taste. It's ridiculous.
0: Oh, I, I forgot what I was going to ask you, but it was
2: so. <laughs> Kirk, did you ever think you'd have a daughter with such expensive tastes? Did this cross your mind growing up?
0: He married I, me. I don't so even you know if I have a daughter for real. <laughs> you, you do
1: because you vowed to raise your my child as if it's yours, no matter what.
0: That's a good point. Hey, yeah. Chase, uh, I can't wait to to discuss uh, Formula One racing.
2: All right, perfect. Well, um, I'm excited to have you on. We'll oh, set Chase, it up and, last, uh, last question,
0: Chase, and then
1: don't worry Chase I'll help him watch oh, TV. <laughs> okay hey,
0: Chase, uh, last question and then uh, I'll get to Ben. Um Michael Schumacher do you think he's do you think he's audible do you think do you think he can talk or is he just is he just is there anything left of him?
2: Um well his son has been on the grid this year and he's been not gr- a great driver but I think his son will kind of reignite I He's just, he, I don't, yeah, he, he doesn't really talk too much. He stays out of the spotlight. And, uh, I, but,
0: but do you, but do you think he's in a, just a veg Do you think he's audible? Do you think he can speak or do you think he's just in uh in a comatose? I,
2: I, I mean, I, I don't want to speculate. I'm I'm not really too up to stuff on my like medical stuff, but, oh, do you know anyone that's seen him? I don't.
0: I don't know anyone that's seen him. So it's, it's he, interesting, isn't it? Though isn't that another great question? Is do you think he's actually audible? He's actually audible. It's
2: a really good question. I, I, if he was, I think you would have heard from him. That's the problem. You know, he, he he's such a big figure that you you would have assumed there'd be
0: something. So, hey, hey Chase, did you watch the documentary? I did. It was quite good. Can I tell you the, the biggest takeaway I got from that? And then we'll move on to Ben. I love the fact that he started out in cart and that he was so poor that the, the tires he used were throwaways. So it made him able to drive on slicks better than anybody. So when he drove in rain, he, he was fearless because he had spent his whole life driving on shitty worn down tires isn't that interesting
2: it's i mean hardship makes makes you a champion it's like it's like uh when they talk about the like the, the Greek societies coming from like the worst farmland like like the greeks like they became like the world power because they had no farmland, so they weren't like sitting on their asses they had to go like build stuff and get out i think that applies here it's like if you if you don't have the resources once and you have to work so hard, you work double hard. And then once you get it, you're like this unstoppable force. So I think that's fascinating. Chase,
0: Chase Kirk Fox. Let me just say before I let you go, that it's nice to see that your brain is as beautiful as your face.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You like that analogy. I pulled that one out of my head. It's it's
0: amazing
1: how much he likes when it's complimentary towards him.
2: Well, oh, Kirk I I think we're kind of looking in in this call and mirror at each other two beautiful brains and and two beautiful um kind of bio or profile photos I guess.
0: Thank you Chase. Chase you having me. A...
2: Him. <laughs> well, All right, let me get to bed. Yeah.
0: Chase just go look at yourself.
2: Oh, thank you.
1: It, it's been a pleasure minus you're building up Kirk's ego.
0: Hi Ben, Kirk
1: Fox. How's your
3: pacing? Hi Kirk. Uh, hi Jaron. Uh, I'm feeling
1: pacing started out strong. I'm feeling strong in the pacing.
3: Um, I haven't eaten recently, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep that pacing. You know, just just steady. But uh, super, why haven't you eaten? Because I, I just woke up. I just woke up.
0: Wonderful, Ben.
1: Quick yeah. question: Have you climbed Mount I Everest? Wish I just woke up.
3: I have not. Um, I have not climbed Mount Everest. Uh, have you thought about it? Honestly, I don't think it's for me.
0: No.
3: I don't think it's for me. Okay. Yes. Also,
0: second qu- yes. second question, Ben. Uh yes. Formula One racing. Have you ever done it?
3: <laughs> I have not done that. I think my challenge uh for both things is that I don't really like adrenaline sports. I like like long, like like endurance, you know, like long, steady, like, like bike both. all day or trail run all day. I like trail running. I've, I've trail run lower down on, on mountains. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, uh, the question of the day is, since it is not Mount Everest, is there a fear that you would like to face a challenge in life that is on the agenda?
3: You know, I actually do have a a challenge and that is, uh, any kind of snow sport. So I've never skied. I've never really, like, I tried to snowboard once and I, there was a moment where I was just face down like a leaf, just kind of slowly spinning down the the <laughs> snowy slope. Uh, so, yeah, I uh, but I, I, I did actually commit to someone that I would try to learn to snowboard this season, uh, you know, rent okay, some ben. gear. And that person, um, yeah, said they would try. So. So, yeah, that is my challenge uh, for, for uh, the winter.
0: OK, well, this is good to know. So, Ben, you 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 came in. Was it just to say hello or do you have a question?
3: <laughs> Well, I actually have a report for you, Kirk. Uh, you asked uh, me to investigate. Uh, we were talking about upsells. And uh, yes. I talked about how at my grocery store, I was finding there was a lot less salmon but for the same price. And I felt like that was an upsell. And you said I should go and investigate. So do you want to hear what I found out?
0: Of course, Ben. That's the beauty of Colin.
1: We are This is exciting. I can't believe you actually did homework for
0: him. Well
3: it's the second time. Remember, I like I put out those spice bottles and that 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 was uh really interesting. I oh. remember
0: everything. I'm not just beautiful.
3: <laughs> you, okay. I, okay. I feel like that's a trick question, but yes, I agree.
0: uh, uh Kirk,
1: what's your daughter's birthday?
0: Uh, I believe it's in may i'm going to go with the sixteenth thank you kirk fox
1: what what year though
0: uh twenty eighteen I believe it started okay
1: good. Do you know how many times he's got okay. like, wrong from the doctors. <laughs>
3: Well, that's, yeah, that's um, high risk it's the year.
1: Uh, answering that line always gets the year wrong. I'm really impressed. The date he's got. Yes, the but, year.
0: But, but right now I, I'm just doing Colin and beauty and I probably won't <laughs> get anything wrong. Go ahead, Ben. Kirk, Okay.
3: Yeah. So I went over there um, and I talked to the sushi chef who I said was was new and I, I thought friendly and uh, asked about the lack of salmon. And I even looked up like salmon prices before I went over there. I really tried to be prepared. Salmon has not really been changing price recently. And I don't know. I mean, maybe the person just doesn't like salmon. Maybe it's a personal preference. So I, I, I asked the person and he quickly, he said, well, I'll just make you, you know, a dish with salmon in it for the same price. So I thought that was nice, but I felt like I wow. hadn't answered the question, you know, because like, I mean, that's nice, but that doesn't really answer the question. He
1: avoided, he avoided answering the question by doing something nice for you?
3: Well, yeah, it didn't tell me why there was so little salmon, you know, in the case. So then what I did uh, and I asked, I asked, well, what, what was his favorite? you know, in the case. And, and that's a tricky question because before when I've done that, people will tell me things like all products like taste good here. You know, they feel like I'm trying to, you know what I mean? Check up on yeah, them or they, they,
0: they think you're, they think you're a spy from corporate
3: and I'm actually a spy from Kirk Fox, you know, but, I like it. but, <laughs> but, but anyway, uh, so I asked him that and then he indicated this dish that had, that was crunchy. It was a roll that was crunchy. And then when I, When I started eating it, it was, it was so sugary. It was like, it was like the sweetest sushi, you know, I'd ever had. Like I, it's like corn syrup sushi. And, and I, I like, I can't believe that he actually likes it. And
1: was it like a teriyaki salmon?
3: But I mean, I've had, I've had that. It was like imitation crab, but then it was like. The dipping sauce. No, was it for... salmon skin? No, no. The second one wasn't salmon, you know, because I, I, I got mine, which, which I was very oh, happy okay. with. And then, but I was still trying to understand, like, is there some psychology here? Or like, why? Why is there so little salmon? And so the second.
0: Was he being passive aggressive? You think he was fucking with
3: well, you? Well, here's. Hey, I have a theory, but I can say what you think. But uh, it's either kind of an Americanized thing. Like, oh, this is like what Ben would like. So I'm going to make assumptions and just make like a really sweet thing or,
2: Interesting. and this is the thing,
3: I don't think it's an upsell going on here. I think he's on commission and I think this is like a, what's going to be left. sell. I think he maybe knows that, that this isn't popular, but like he, if he's paid by the number of ones that go out of the case, then, you know, and I have a lot of sympathy for that. I think when you talk to someone who's on commission, so, it's not so a ben, he's just
0: just I love it. I think he's just moving inventory. He's got to move company.
3: it. And I understand his point of view. I totally understand it. Yeah.
1: Wow, or is it just Americanized people who just really like sweet things?
3: Right. Maybe there are many other customers at the grocery store who actually love that, and he thought that I would like it too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is here's
1: what I'd like you to do. Hi. What was the second one? Oh, go
0: ahead.
3: The second one. I mean, I don't really remember the name of it, but it it uh, like I said, a lot had a lot of crunchiness on the outside. It had imitation crab on the inside, and then it had like if you've ever had like the dipping sauce for like. Crab Rangoon or the really really like a, sweet dipping sauce. sauce
1: or go ahead. Was it like
0: an eel sauce?
3: No, I love the eel sauce one. I do like that combo. So it was it was something I hadn't so seen ben before.
0: I, I, oh, go ahead. no Sorry. that's it. Uh, ben Kirk. Ben Kirk Fox. What I would do because you go there often. I, think I do. They, I
3: like their sushi. I genuinely like their sushi. But yeah. I
0: would, if I were you, I would. Did you tell him that it was too sweet or not yet?
3: Well, I, I didn't know because the you know it's a grocery store. It's not a sit down place like like okay, uh, you went, so and you were talking about I, I don't know until I get home you know what I mean
0: okay so yeah. next time you go back say that was a little too sweet for me is is this something you like and just find out what he truly likes and just say I, I want to try what you like and he might make a special role that only he likes but they also love the power when you trust them
3: I appreciate that because I, I, I want to be respectful to this sushi chef. And like I say, I think there are a lot of distortions going on when someone's like commission, working at a grocery store, making something. Find That's out. great advice. Thank you, Kirk. I will find out.
0: Okay, Ben, I'm gonna let you go. Right. Jaren. I hope you're gonna go
1: get sushi. That's Jaren, morning.
0: I mean this is this, this show has covered we went from Mount Everest uh to Formula One to Schumacher's uh bed. Where he might just be in a coma and his son isn't really carrying the torch, but people still probably hope he would be as good as his father. To sushi, to sweet sushi in the upsell. Uh Jaron, anything you need to add to this show? No, I feel like we covered a lot of ground. Uh I will I will just put this out there to the world. Uh any listeners do they have a Mount Everest? Do they have a challenge? Do they have a little pile of crazy in their house that they're having trouble uh, eliminating or even shrinking? Uh, that's the question here. Anybody with a little pile of crazy? I mean, Mount Everest is a was a little pile of crazy for me. And we went to it and it's still there. Greg, a new friend? Andrew, anything? Okay. Well, Jared, I think this was a, a fantastic, fantastic uh, episode of Little Piles of Crazy. Hey, Jared. You-
1: it was. Let's let, let's get going so I can do some Okay. Blotties. Hey, Jared,
0: can you tell me what episode this was so that I can uh, put it in front of my name up there?
1: Uh, I'm sure I can. Let's see.
0: This is uh, what a husband and wife do. Okay you can tell me later it would be episode 27 okay thank you so much well you're uh, very welcome thank you for uh, being here for episode 27 of little piles of crazy my name is kirk fox i'm an actor a stand up comedian i've been to mount everest uh, i'm familiar with formula 1 i'm pretty good with my thumbs i could probably race formula 1 i'm pretty good in the rain and uh I will be watching the last Formula One race of the year and then uh discussing it with Chase, a very handsome call in member. Okay, goodbye everybody. That's it. Room is over, I'm touching the square.